Come on, give a lot of clap offering tonight. Amen. I don't know about you, but I'm excited for what God has for us. And this year, for, for the rest of this year, and many more years to come. Amen. But I titled my message, I am a giant killer. Come on. Tell your look at your neighbor to your right and say, I am a giant killer. Look to your other neighbor and say, I am a giant killer. Amen. As we, as we get ready this, this tonight, I feel the presence of God here in, in this place, man. It's been, it's been a while, but you know what? You always got to be ready in season and out of season. Amen. If we, if we turn our Bibles to the uh, 1 Samuel chapter 17. And Pastor Edge has been talking about a giant killer, a giant, killing the giants, killing what we need to kill that, that destroys our life, uh, um, that, that, that destroys our, our families. Amen? I just come here to encourage you tonight, and, and I, I just, I just want to pray right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your beautiful presence that's in this place. Help us tonight, Lord, as you lay me aside, as I may decrease. I pray for your increase tonight, O oh God. Father, I pray that you, we will leave encouraged like never before, O oh God, as you encourage us tonight, O oh God. Spirit of God, have your way as you lead us, teach us, guide us, protect us, and give us direction tonight. As you, you help us tonight to receive your word. In Jesus' name, and we all say, amen. Come on, give it all a clap offering tonight, amen. All of a sudden, I got cotton mouth, amen. All right, here we go. Pastor's been talking about David and, David and Goliath, and David's been facing, uh, when David uh, faced Goliath, I'm just going to give you what the Lord has been giving me. Since Pastor Edge has been preaching this word, man, a lot of things have been opening up in my heart that I didn't look at it that way. Amen? And the word of God says in verse 45, Then David said to the Philistine, You come to me with a sword, with a spear, and with a javelin. But I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom have defiled. This day the Lord will deliver you into my hand, and I will strike you, and I will, I will take your head from you, and this day I will give the carcasses of the camp of the Philistines to the birds of the air and the wild beasts of the earth, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel, that there is a God here in Riverside, that there's a God in San Bernardino, that there's a God around the whole world. I'm here to tell you, God is for real, and he's alive, and he lives in you. See, we all have to understand who, what kind of God we're serving. See, David didn't look at what was going on. David didn't look at well, all the static, all, the, all those, all those the, let's put it like this, all those gang members had fear. David didn't see what was going on. He seen an opportunity. He seen an opportunity. He didn't see, well, oh, man, you know what? This and he just said, you know what? Somebody got to do something about it. Amen? And that's, that's what we need to say when we're facing something in life. That's what we need to say when fear tries to come in our lives and try to destroy us. From what we're called to do for God. That's what God wants. 
God wants us to trust in him. He don't want us to have, God doesn't give us the spirit of fear. See, we deal with so many things and, and, and in life daily, day by day. We deal with depression. We deal with doubt, insecurity, pride. And I'm preaching about fear because that's what I dealt with my whole life. But I wasn't scared to be out there in the streets. But when I came into the things of God and God, I received the Lord Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. All of a sudden, I, I, I became scared. When I came into the things of God, I had low self-esteem. I wasn't who I am now. Because it's by the grace of God that I am who I am now. And I, I was dealing with fear and, and I didn't know I had fear. And I was scared to do things and I was scared to go through the, to the freeways. I was scared to move out of my comfort zone. What happened was how, how David de defeated Goliath. He got out of his comfort zone. He said, you know what? I te watch you. Sabes que, King Saul, cortatela. You know what, King Saul, you got to go, man. You gotta, I'm not going to listen to you because David had a choice. David had a choice to listen to King Saul. King Saul, right away, he's, you know what? I got this armor. This armor used to be mine. And David tried it on. And David said, you know what? This is not for me. I know who I got to, I know what I got to do. And I know who I got, who I got to call unto. I can only imagine when David was out there in the sheep, well, how he would talk to God. See, I learned something. Well, I've been serving God for, for a 10, going on 10 years in April. Come on, somebody. And I learned something that prayer is important in our lives. We need to learn how to communicate. Just like, just like uh, when our, our wives call us and right away we're, oh, how you doing, babe? Or your son, hey, how you doing, mijo? Are you okay? I want to get, I want to encourage you this evening. That's the same way God wants us to communicate with him. And I, I can only imagine the, how, how, how David was communicating with with. With the Lord Jesus Christ and, and through prayer. And I'm pretty sure he, was, he stayed connected with God. And he was communicating with God. And he was having a beautiful conversation with God. And, and that's how God, uh, David never, David never uh, um, disconnected from God. So he said, you know what? I got to change something, man. You know what? I'm not going to. I, I, I can't do this. I got to go. I got to go this. Because all these people are full of fear. I could only I could only imagine what, what he was thinking. This was little David. Amen. David, King David, man, this was the, this young kid who stepped up to this giant. And I remember when I was in the world, I would face some guys like this, and I I'm pretty sure I had some fear in me. And I would say, come on. All of a sudden, you have God in you, and you don't want to fight your giant. You're saying, oh, my, oh, my, oh, I don't get my ways. Pastor corrects you. Oh, man, pastor yelled at me. 
Oh. God corrects us through his word. And God uses the man and the woman of God to correct us. For us to follow instructions. Because they're teaching us how to become mighty men and mighty women of God. Amen. Let's go to Romans chapter 8. Verse 35. Verse 35. It says, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation? Shall distress? Or persecution? Or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword, as it is written, For your sake we are killed all day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughters. Yet, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. See, I had to realize some things. See, when I went, when I went, when I came into the things of God, church, I came into the things of God, I didn't have this love that I have now. I had the wrong conception of love. And I had to learn some things in life. And I was walking that I had to face, and I had to face trials and tribulations. I had to face distress. I had to face fear. But you know what I learned? I had to learn something that I had to do it afraid. We have to learn, church, how to do it afraid. Just like I was telling you, we need to learn our prayer, build our prayer life and learn how to pray. I'm pretty sure David got a, got a hold of God real good. And also he, he trusted. He'd seen an opportunity there. He said, you know what, I don't care how big he is. I'm going to conquer it. And some of us are facing a lot of things in life. And it's not in here. It's up here. Because that's the only way the enemy can attack you and destroy you. If he infects your mind, he infects your mind, he will infect your, he will infect your heart. And he will damage you and you will, he will call and he will laugh at you and he'll say, now walk away. Walk away from what? Fool. I'm not walking away from the call of God. The holy calling is more important in my life than your lives. I'm a more than conqueror. Church, I'm here to tell you, you are a more, a more than conqueror. You can conquer those giants. You can conquer fear. You can conquer anger. You can conquer frustration. You can conquer anxiety. You can conquer the spirit of rush. I know none of you. I want to be, oh, I got to be here. Oh, I got to do this. Oh, I got to read my Bible. I only got two minutes to read my Bible, and then I got to go, because I got to go, I got to go to work. I'm speaking the truth tonight, because that was me. Amen? My wife would tell me, slow down, babe, slow down. Sometimes it would hurt when she would tell me, you need to get rid of the spirit of rush. woo Right away, man, puff up. No? God wants to tell us, he's telling us something, that we're more than conquerors. We can conquer our mind trips. Amen? The Bible says in Colossians 3, 3, 2, it says, set your mind on heavenly places. The only way you'll stop tripping and kill those giants, number one, if you set your mind on, uh, uh, on heavenly places and put on a Christ-like mind, you'll start thinking positive. 
Yes, Pastor, you're probably saying, Pastor, you're making it sound easy. I know what it is, man, because you know what? Daily, I battle. But I learned something, that it's not my battle, it's God's battle. And the only way that, I, that, that God's going to get the victory, if I get on my knees and start praying and start, no matter if I him, when I don't want to pray, no matter, I'll start speaking and shout out a mochette and start speaking in tongues. You are a giant killer. Don't you forget it. Don't let that lying devil tell you. The devil's out to kill, steal, and destroy. He wants to rape your mind. Don't let him. He'll cause you to be double-minded. To go against your brother. To go against your husband. To go against your wife. To go against your sister. To go against your mom. To go against your dad. To go against your pastor's. Daily, I tell God, I thank you for my beautiful pastors. I'm grateful for my beautiful pastors because you know what I say? I keep it real. I'm trying to keep it real as I can. I say, God, I thank you for you and the man and woman of God that hasn't given up on us. Amen. You are more than conquer. And all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that he loved us. He loves us so much that he sent his son to die on the cross for our sins. In order for you to kill that giant, number two, I said prayer. Communicate with him. Number two is listen for God to communicate with you. Because sometimes we could hear the wrong voice. See, in the book of uh, James, chapter 5, verse 16, James had fervent prayer. Amen? Have some sincere prayer. Stop tripping. Continue to fight the good fight. Stomp on that giant that, 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 that's trying to get in your way. Stomp on that whatever's making your mind trip. Mind playing tricks on me. Dun, 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 dun. There's a reason why they made that song. How we laughed? That's the way we should do when the, when trials and tribulations come or whatever's trying to rape our mind. That's what we need to do. Keep God's joy. Amen? We need to keep God's joy in our hearts. David kept God in the, in, in the center of his heart. That's why he looked at it. He looked at it, the opportunity. He said, you know what? I'm going to go get mines. Nobody wants to go because everybody, the Israelites and King Saul, they were, effect, they were affected. Because they seen this big old gigante. Este vato. El grandote. He put fear in them. It could even be a little. Something little. The enemy could even drop a little, something little, real simple. In your mind and destroy you. And God says, you know what? I've given you a Christ-like mind. I know what I'm telling you because that's what I used to deal with. I used to deal with that. 
mind tripping and if you tell me if, if I, I would hear that 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 lying devil will tell me in my mind and I'll make it into something big but I had to fight it my own I had to fight it on my own and I had to ask God ask, ask God God you know what Forgive me, God, for letting this go big. Letting this go big. You know what, God? I'm sorry, God. Forgive me, God. Help me, Lord, because I don't want to trip no more. I'm tripping in my mind. I don't want to trip no more. I know I had to realize what, who God was and what God was I serving. You know what? How how David conquered Goliath? David knew. What kind of God Goliath was serving? He was serving the wrong God. Come on now. He knew who his God was. He knew that God was a ruler of heavens and earth. He, he knew that God will, will give him the power and authority to stomp on that giant. We need to continue, church, to smash on those giants that come our way, man. Stomp on that devil. Stomp on that fear. Daily. That tries to come in me, man. Anxiety. Frustration. Jealousy. I drink to that. Compromising. Oh, it's okay for my daughter to get a tattoo. It's okay for my son to get a tattoo. It's okay for my children to go, go out there and hang out with the wrong kids. You're a man and a woman of God. We live in a generation where there's children, a lot of children. I've been seeing it. And everywhere I go, I see it. And I, got, I have the opportunity to stop these kids and stop the moms and dads and talk to them. And I tell them, you only have, you only have your dad and mom once. You need to respect them. We live in a generation where they disrespect their, their kids, they disrespect their dads and their moms. Disrespect everybody. Adults. I know. I had one. Come on now. I'm praying for her. God's on the move, church. You are a giant killer. The, script, the scripture teaches us that God's people are in a spiritual warfare, church. As in any warfare, there is need for a plan of battle so we can effectively fight against our enemy, Satan, and gain the victory over him. We need to prepare ourselves, church. Because there's a lot of good things coming to us. We're blessed. We're highly blessed and highly favored. And I can say that with all my heart, all my mind, all my thoughts. Because I see my pastors, how blessed they are. And if they're blessed, we're blessed. Stop tripping. If you're in the home, stop tripping. If you're at home, stop tripping. Don't let the devil stop you from coming to church. Make yourself come. Your wife don't want to come, pick her up and throw her in the car. Hello, somebody. 
Or how about this one? Wife, pick your husband up and throw him in the car. Come on, bring him. God will give you power to pick him up. Come on now. See, I was never like this, church. I wasn't no conqueror. But now I am. Because I know what kind of God I serve. The same God that my pastor served, I serve. The same God that our pastor served, we serve. He got you for you. It's around, some of you, it's around the corner. A blessing around the corner for you. Some of us need to fight the good fight and stop letting the enemy rape your mind. Stop letting your enemy, the enemy tell you that you can't do it. That you ain't a good dad. That you ain't a good son. That you ain't a good brother. You ain't a good mom. Yes, you are a good mom. Yes, you are a good dad. As long as you're in the things of God, you're good to him. Come on, now. And all these things, we are more than conquerors. Victory has been assured to us, church, through that very scripture. Amen. 2 Corinthians 2.14, now thanks be unto God, which always causes us to triumph in Christ. 2 Corinthians 10.4, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to pulling down of strongholds. It's a spiritual warfare. And it's real. There's been times, and I can speak with fear, because fear can cause you to get angry. Fear can cause you to quit. Fear can cause you to get to the next level. Fear can also cause you from doing, working in the kingdom of God. Amen? So I got one. Thank you, Jesus. We need to get rid of the spirit of fear. But the Bible says that he gives us a spirit of, of a sound mind, not fear. Look at it first in first uh first uh John. First John, let's go to first John four, chapter four. First John. Chapter four, chapter four eighteen. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear, because fear involves torment but he who fears has not been made perfect in love we love him because he first loved us see when we receive, when we have God in our lives we automatically have God gives us his love and love covers a multitude of sins it covers fear he'll show you how to how to conquer and how to defeat that giant He'll show you how to conquer anger. He'll show you how to conquer being double-minded. He'll show you how to conquer temptation. That was a very big thing for me. When I came into the things of God, I went out there in the world and, and they set me free, let me loose. Come on now fired up for the Lord Jesus Christ and all of a sudden I was walking what did I see in the floor dope come on now so I looked at it I grabbed it and I just opened it up here devil it's for you 
kept going. Down the street, a brother came to me. Oh, here's a 12-pack of beer. Bud Light. I said, I'm sorry, sir, I've been delivered. I was an alcoholic. I've been an alcoholic for 36 years of my life. I used to wake up drinking, and I used to uh, uh, go to sleep drinking. Not no more. Bible says, deliver us from temptation. He'll deliver. He's a deliverer of all deliverers, church. Conquer temptation. Fall in love with God. Put God first in your life. And if, if you fall in, man, God, God is about to restore you tonight. If you've been mind tripping, it's okay. God's about to restore you tonight. God's about to transform your mind tonight. Tonight is your night. Like Bailey Rice says, tonight is a night. What is it? How does it go? I'll make you a woman. I'll make you a man. Come on now. See, David, God made David a man. He was a young boy, but he became a man. He doesn't talk about any boys in the, in the Bible. God is about making men, men of faith and women of faith. Come on now, you should be clapping. Come on, let's clap. Because God wants to make men of faith and women of faith. I was never like this, man. I was never pumped up for the Lord Jesus Christ. I was never, never wore skinny jeans. Come on now. I used to wear size 52s. Never wear a nice sweater. Come on now, I'll wangle. They should have put me Mr. Wangle. From the barrio. Apelon. Come on. How can I defeat a giant if I'm like that in the world? The giants were defeating me. Hello, somebody. Dope was defeating me. Alcohol was defeating me. A gangbanging was defeating me. Anger was defeating me. Now I get to overcome. I'm a more than conquer because God is alive in me. I can conquer that anywhere I go. And you can conquer that also. Come on now. Number three, I told you you need to listen to God's voice. L listen to communicate his, him communicating with you. Number three, we need to stir it up. Stir up what's in you. Once you stir up what's in you, you'll be able to conquer that giant. Come on now. You'll be able to come, overcome that mind tripping. You're tripping for no reason. Some of, some of us trip because you don't, you don't get an A.W. root beer. Oh my, oh, oh, or they bring the wrong pizza. Woo! The Spirit of God is alive here. You know, when I came, I was like, like man, what, what? I was like, the heck? Not today, devil. It's going to be a good message, and I feel it. I feel pumped up, man. It's because the Spirit of God is alive in me, and I know that I know that I know the Spirit of God is alive in you. You are more than conquer. You are a giant killer. Don't let the devil tell you that you can't kill no giant. Don't let the devil tell you that you are on your way for victory. 
on. Stir it up, man. Had to learn how to stir it up. show me all these old songs. I used to remember, I used to DJ back in the day, so I know a lot of these songs. However, this does not negate our need to fight against and resist our enemy. In Matthew 11, 12, and from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffered violence, and the violent will take it by force. See, when you know what God you're serving, when you know what God you're serving, you'll take it by force. Give me my children back. Give me my sons back. Give me my title back. Come on now. Give me my finances back. Give me my Lamborghini back. Give me my household back. Give me my wig back. Come on now. Give me my teeth back. Come on now. Check this out. In first 17, it says how he told. Give me my converse back. Come on now. Devil, you can keep my 52s. Come on now. You can keep my Nikes. You can keep my uh, 3X large tall white t-shirt. You can, keep, you can keep my big razor, big razor blade. Come on now. No more shaving. Come on. No more shaving my head. Because I want to change. God changes. He will change your heart. He will change your mind. He will change the way you speak. He will change the way you look. Come on now. You're a giant killer. Some of us need to take it by force. Devil, get out of here. Get on with your bad self. Get your high heels and your dress and your wig and get on with yourself. You have no place here, devil. Machacalo, come on now. Machacalo, machacalo, come on now. Machacalo, machacalo, machacalo con su poder. Con su poder is with God's power, you will chop that devil's head off. And look what David really did. Chopped it off and brought that head and said, here, here you go. Trick or treat. See, in order for us to defeat, to become giant killers, we need to put it on the whole armor. And some of us need to polish our whole armor. And the way you polish it is through prayer. Communication with God. Not communication with Facebook. James 4, 7. Submit yourselves therefore to God and resist the devil and he will flee from you. 1 Samuel 17 gives us a classic example of a victory over a seemingly unconquerable foe. It is the story of David, the giant killer. David was a giant killer. And I'm here to tell you, you're a giant killer. You're a giant killer. You conquer the day. Come on now. I go about this morning, every morning and afternoon and night. I say, God, you, you lead me this way. You lead my way and let's conquer this day, God. You know what? God, help me. If, if pastor calls me, let me be there. 
He went for a ride. Come on now. Pastor called me. Let me be there. We need to conquer those giants that are trying to stop us from serving. Fear will stop you from serving. Depression will stop you from fulfilling the call of God in your life. Amen. David grabs. The pastor broke it down. It was beautiful, man. Those five rocks represented G, R, A, C, E. Grace. It's by his grace that I'm here right now. It's by L O Atalamosete V. loves us. It's by his M E R C Y mercy. David conquered it. He said, you know what? I'm going to get down with this fool, man. I'm going to get him. And that's the same way we need to act. It's the word of God. Number five, you need to get the word of God in you. Don't stop reading. Don't stop reading, reading. Don't stop. I feel like dancing like David there. Don't stop. Did it get it? Don't stop. I'm going to have to bring my cowboy boots and start to get quebrando. Like, come on, man. Listen closely. Don't stop reading your word, church. Because that's what helps, helps you grow. That's what helps you become an ambassador, a king. You are great. You are more than conqueror. Those rocks represented five rocks. Grace represented power. P-O-W-E-R. When you stay connected with God, don't unplug yourself. Because the moment you unplug yourself, that's when things begin. You start tripping even more. And God say, come on, come on, mijo. Come on, Art. I got you. I'm going to make it. I'm going to help you make it. I know it's hard, mijo. I know it's hard, son. There was a point in my life where I was faced so many things. Out there in the world... And in my household. And I remember those very words. I heard God's voice. And I, I continue to hear God's voice. It's crazy how Pastor Edgy brought out. He was going to preach about giant killing. He told me two months ago. And he was showing me. But I wouldn't catch it. So Pastor Edgy brought this out. He said, son, because you stood and you heard my voice. And you listen to me, and you listen to your pastors, that's why you're blessed. And I'm telling you, you're blessed. Don't let the devil tell you that you're not blessed. Don't let the devil tell you that you're not going to go further. As we all stand tonight. Number six, we need to trust God. 
Trust God. Bible says in Proverbs 3, 5, 6, my best scripture in the world. This is the very first scripture that God gave me when I was in a 10 by 10 cell. Had no hope. No direction. Just a little window looking out. All I seen was cactuses and lizards. And it was and the and the and the walls were sweaty. 130 something degrees. I remember when I called unto the Lord, he gave me that very scripture. It says in Proverbs 3, chapter 3, verse 5 and 6. It says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. He says, Son, you've been leaning on your own understanding for so long, now I don't even know what to tell you. been doing wrong for so long I want to help you son then I, re then I read and it goes on and says acknowledge him and he will direct you in a righteous path and I was like what? Well, what is that God what is that how do you acknowledge you those are very big words for me when I came into the, to the things of God I didn't know that I could move mountains do I need a tractor to move a mountain? Had no faith. But look at me now. Because God helped me. And because God used the man and woman of God to help me. And the leaders that were here to help me grow. Sometimes the enemy will want you. He'll put in you to give up. You're not, you're not called to quit. You're not a quitter. Get it out of your mind right now. Get it out of your mind. You're not a quitter. You're going to better yourself for your family. You're going to better yourself for God. Come on. Church, we need to trust God. Come to a point. Trust God. He's for real. As we all bow our heads and close our eyes. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Bless your name, O oh Lord Jesus. Bless your name, Lord. Bless your name, O oh Lord. You are worthy, O oh Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Let's bow our heads. Come on, don't, don't look around. Just bow our heads and close reverence to the Lord. Hallelujah. Bless your name, Lord. Bless your name. Bless your name, O oh Lord. Is anyone here that hasn't received the Lord Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior or has backslidden? God is saying, I want to get, get you back into society. I want, I, want you, I want to get you back into my kingdom and, and help you and build you. Raise your hand. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Don't be afraid. Just lift up your hand. It's okay. Hallelujah. God sees a hand. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, don't be afraid. God sees a hand. God sees a hand. Hallelujah, hallelujah. See, that's the problem with us and and I can say with me because before when I, when I was growing into the things of God, I didn't want to raise my hand and I didn't want to come to the altar. And I found out how important the altar is and the raising the hands is. It means a lot to God. I'm here to tell you, don't hold back. God's about to do something beautiful in your life tonight. Those of you that raise your hand, make your way up here. Just make your way up here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on. Don't be afraid. Come on. 
Make your way. Hallelujah. And if this, this message touched your heart and you felt the Spirit of God tugging in you, make your way up here now. I'm going to change the order of service. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't let the devil stop you. Don't let the devil stop you from getting yours tonight. Hallelujah. You are a giant killer. You are a giant killer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bless your name, O oh Lord. Hallelujah. Bless your name, O oh Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, oh Lord. You are worthy, 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 oh God. Bless your name, oh Lord. Have your way tonight, oh Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Church, repeat after me. Dear Lord, I ask you to come into my heart. Change my heart. Change my mind. Do something new in me. Today, Lord, I believe that you died on the cross and rose the third day. I ask you to wash me and cleanse me with your precious blood. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Come on, church. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a clap off for me. Don't, don't. Stay where you're at. Stay where you're at because God's about to do something beautiful in your life, church. Hallelujah, bless your name, O oh Lord.